0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, today with my fabulous co-host. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. So today we're going to be talking about several different things, just kind of an athlete mentality. Um, and also, if you have fell off and lost your way, just ways to get back on track so um, we've got a lot of things to talk about today but first Chris why don't you tell us about your last seven days
1: sure yeah so we uh, my boyfriend and I traveled to Raleigh North Carolina and we hosted a powerlifting event Uh, TC was running it so it was a lot of work very exciting Um, and we had some good athletes come out I will say that Going through these uh, preps as a coach and as an athlete through bodybuilding definitely helped me prepare for events. I was telling Amy, I feel like if you're throwing an athletic event, it's like throwing a wedding and all the athletes are the bride. So it's a lot to keep up with, um, but it gives me a new appreciation to really appreciate promoters and um, all the people that help out because it really takes a team to get stuff working. So yeah, I mean, that was a lot of our focus. And then I have an athlete hitting the stage in Michigan this weekend, so we've been preparing her. And uh, I will be in Florida this upcoming week helping out at a posing seminar. So if you are in Delray Beach, uh, there is a, uh, an event called Basis Aesthetics, And um, if you follow me on Instagram, I'll put up a post with the um, address, but it would be Sunday, October 2nd from one to three, and I'll be helping out there. So if you are in the area, please come say hi, introduce yourself. Let me know if you listen to the podcast. um, I just really love meeting new people and supporting the the bikini and wellness community. So um, yeah, look for more details on my Instagram, but if you're in the area, stop by for sure.
0: Yeah. And did you mention what your Instagram handle
1: is? Oh, that would be a good point. (laughs) Uh, So you can, (laughs) you can find me at ChrisNicole underscore IFBB pro. Um, And also the event is hosted by Celsius. So we should have some um, drinks there, which will be really exciting. Yeah. Burns fat,
0: right? (laughs) I swear my <laughs> magically my daughter wants to and my son, it's like the high school drink and middle school drink. I'm like, you guys don't need Celsius. Oh but my gosh. I think their marketing is I mean, I don't know how they get away with it, but they're just like, Yeah, burns fat if you drink this drink. Like
1: I've I read that on there too and I I was trying to see that. I'm like, I can't wait to burn fat from my drink. <laughs> oh gosh. But they do taste good.
0: Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm deep into a cut and just kind of trekking along. I feel like I've just been really trying to be more, um, aware of being intentional about getting like extra activity. Um, as your calories get low, you know, you tend to kind of like slow down and I start to see like on the weekends, Mm -hmm. especially my steps are lower. So, um, I've, booked out like several tennis events, especially in the evenings when I can tend to be the most tired. So, um, just trying to get extra movement on top of like my daily cardio and, um, workout regimen. So I've been playing a lot of tennis. i um, going to play with one of my friends this Saturday. Once I get back from the Ben which I will be heading to, Yay. um, I have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of glam girl athletes that are three days out from that they uh, compete on Friday and the amateurs go on stage starting at 8 a.m. I think it's Gary, it's always good about live streaming. So it's an all day Mm -hmm. show in the fact that the men go for prejudging and then they just turn around and start finals for them. And then they, all of the amateur women go and then they do the finals immediately following that. And I know bikini is last, um, out of that lineup and then the pros start the men pros start at 3 PM on Friday. So, Mm. um, I saw that Karina is competing, um, in fitness. So it's always good to see her. I'm going to definitely cheer her on. And then, um, you know, myself, uh, coach Brittany and then coach Drea all have athletes in that. And we have a really good spectrum of just like 50 plus 40 plus 35 plus open, we have one, um, athlete that's representing Italy. She can't compete as a, you know, you can't do a regional show here in the United States if you are not a green card or, um, a citizen. So a green card holder or a citizen. So she'll be representing Italy, um, at the Ben Wiener, which is kind of cool as well. So yeah, we've got lots of fun things happening, um, this week and, Next week, I just wanted to let everyone know to make sure you always are subscribed because you never know what day we're going to come at you with a podcast. It's a uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, not going to be Tuesday. We are going to be hosting Dr. Bill Campbell, and he's going to be talking about his recent, um, his most recent venture with some studies that he's been analyzing. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to talk some science uh, with him. In regards to physique enhancement. So
1: let's. Yeah, that'll
0: be great. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be next week. But again, you got to subscribe. Otherwise, you won't know what day that's coming out. Oh, (laughs) because it's not Tuesday, our normal day. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about if things go awry and, you know, maybe, maybe it's you're in prep and you get COVID or you're just, Mm. um. You have some sort of, like, event that is, you know, stressful, traumatic, and you go off the wagon. I think these are, these things pop up, and they're, they happen a lot. You know, we set habits, we set routines as athletes, and there's times where, you know, sometimes a life event comes up, and we just get derailed, and it throws us for a loop. So, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk about some of the ways that we can, you know, before you're going, you know, you've set up all these habits, like you've put all these back-to-back wins, and then something throws you off. Um, Just kind of how to help you pick yourself back up, and then some tactics to just kind of make sure that you're, you know, back at it, and today is another day, and that you're gonna like really commit to this and make it happen. So, um, we've got kind of five bullet points on this topic. And the first one is to commit to yourself. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important, you know, everybody has some sort of reason why they first start. And as you go through this journey, I mean, my why has changed a lot, um, over Mm -hmm. the evolution of the last 12 years. So everybody's is different. Um, I think, right now it's one of those things that I I feel like I want to be an example to my kids and that I want to show them that you know it's important to be committed to work hard at a goal and to see that through and that's really one of the reasons why I compete and then the other reason is just to like better myself and um to grow as a person in the sport Um, just really helps me do that. So what is your current why? And has that changed? Or what are some tips that you have for other people that are trying to really commit to themselves?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. I initially did not. I mean, my why initially, I think was just out of curiosity, like I wanted to compete, because I wanted to see what I could do. Um, And then when I did well, I wanted to compete because I felt like I was good at this and I I wanted to continue to improve but it wasn't until I actually like did poorly that I that you challenged me to really establish my why and I think that's an important thing to, to take note of is the the after the dust has settled like you do need to have that underlying reason of why you continue to grind and so like for me personally I do really believe that this sport develops character Um, it's not just about the physique although that is a really fun part and probably the most enticing when you're getting started but the discipline and the character development the mentality challenges I think all of those really help develop a well well well-rounded person if they choose to to use this opportunity to develop in that way I think that there's you know plenty of people who um they, they see the challenge and they like the physique changes and that's enough for them. But I've really seen people mature and grow by being stretched outside of their comfort zone. You know, being able to say uh, no to social events and just be concrete in your decisions and push when you don't want to push anymore. Like Chris, I always think about Chris Bumstead at the Olympia talking about how he was... Uh, you know, crying in the bathroom a couple weeks before the Olympia, feeling like he couldn't do it. And now he like had won his title or had gotten his title again at this current Olympia. And it was a different uh, tears of joy because he had, he had accomplished this and he had, he had a strong why and he pushed himself to complete it. So I think there's a lot of personal development that's directly tied in with this whole process and, I want to continue to grow as an individual as well. And similar to you, Amy, I think the inspirational part is good, like impacting people in a positive way, um, because I think when you look good, a lot of people want to ask questions and it gives you a platform, um, but I don't want the my only why to be for other people. I think there should be um, some personal why attached to that as well. So, mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah. Yeah, and mine, I mean, mine definitely evolved because I my kids were you know two and three when I first started competing so obviously like they didn't really know what was going on (laughs) um it was actually just more of a blood marker scare that I had always thought that I was healthy and it was like I had high cholesterol high triglycerides and all that so I just really wanted to clean up my diet and try to improve that without having to go on medication um at the age of 31 I was like oh my gosh this is terrible like I'm exercising every day as part of my job and um so yeah I it was more about eating healthy and then really actually giving up alcohol um mm. I my husband and I were definitely drinkers that that was something that we made a huge change um in our lifestyle and so my why has definitely evolved um once I started competing I mean my strength finder my number one is competition um so <laughs> there you go um it Makes really sense. just drives me and my secondary is discipline. So it just kind of fits. Like, I think we all need yeah. purpose in our lives and yes. especially like ex athletes going from playing college softball, you know, on a scholarship. It's like I had, you know, drive and purpose, like, you know, working out or like feeling my body and, um, moving my mm-hmm. body. And then I just didn't feel like I had like a huge direction or goal. Um, with that health marker, like tied up. So I don't know if any of that resonates with any of our current listeners, but, um, but yeah, so let's move on to number two. So you're going to make the decision and go and just kind of like, um, you know, number one, committing to yourself. If you fall off for any amount of time, you're completely normal. And just thinking about like, think about your why, understand your why, and it's time to go. So don't give yourself the ability to make excuses or a chance to just keep going down the same path. Um, You know, some people might like get rid of unhealthy food that they have in their house or, um, you know, instead of like going to the pantry, they might go outside for a walk or,
1: you -hmm. know,
0: heading to the gym, but kind of getting that hamster wheel going. I think, you know, in the beginning it's really hard to get the momentum of that wheel to move if you think mm-hmm. about yourself on that giant hamster wheel. And then once it starts getting momentum, it starts spinning so fast, almost so fast mm-hmm. that your feet like are going <laughs> without like your, <laughs> your, uh, direction, you know, uh, or with your yeah. power, uh, because that momentum. So just kind of think of that. think of like a snowball, you know, it's at first like to try to make the bottom of the snowman, like, you know, if you mm-hmm. roll it down a hill, it's going to like really build up fast. So I think it's just like, getting out there, like not allowing you to, you know, take a pause and think about it, but just kind of get there and get it done.
1: Absolutely. I can definitely relate to this specifically. Um, Since I am not a morning person, the thought of like getting up and doing cardio in the morning is probably the least thing that I want to do because I want to lay there in bed and sleep. But Um, the analogy of the hamster wheel is makes so much sense because I literally have to just get out of bed and go like just, and I think that sometimes that's in prep. You just have to constantly make the decision for it to become the habit for it to become second nature. And the more you make the decisions in the right direction, the more it picks up that momentum and the more it becomes like, this is my routine and your body adjusts to it. Um, But Yeah. I think that it, it is a process. So if you do make a mistake or you make the wrong decision, like that's part of it, but it's the, you know, the resiliency of continuing to get back up and continuing to go to not like just the whole day is a wash because I messed up one thing, like continuing to make decisions that are towards your goal.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And number three is build momentum by winning. And it's, really, really easy to fall in the trap of not celebrating. I feel like with us as competitors, we have so many boxes to check, like so many yeah. tasks to complete that we don't like take the time to just celebrate the wins and kind of, um, you know, create the momentum by those wins. And so that's one thing that I've done differently. I used to do like a, a countdown to like how many days I have left, but this mm-hmm. time, like my countdown is, it's not really a countdown. It's just like I mark how many wins I get. So at the end of the day, before I go up to my bedroom, I either put a tally mark or I don't. If I've been like, I've had a perfect day. Like I checked all my boxes and I've had that win. And there's some days that, you know, unfortunately I can't check the box and that, Mm. you know, it's frustrating, but at the same time, like it's kind of nice to look at the wall and see how many days I actually did win. And, Um, That's encouraging to keep working consistently and stacking up all those things. So just, you know, start with the decision right in front of you. Like, what do you have to do within this 24 hours? What is the task that you need to complete and make the right decision and go from there? Take it baby step by baby step, especially like I have a lot of people in reverse diets right now, and I'm just telling them, take it hour by hour, treat yourself Mm -hmm. like a baby Make sure that your timing of your food is right. Your water, your sleep, like really take the time to make good decisions and um, to be prepared because in the off season, you can really be white knuckling through some moments and it's easy to slip up if you get overly hungry or overly tired. Um, It's easy when we have, well, I don't want to say easy, but it's a lot easier when you're in prep and you're like going to be up on stage in a bikini in front of people and you're going to win something. But when you're in the improvement season and you're in a reverse, like there's not that motivation. So I like, think it's just taking it step by step, decision by decision, one time, one at a time.
1: I love that. I hope that all of my clients are listening to this right now. Uh, Cause I think that's a great example, especially if they're reverse. Uh, cause it is a really tricky time. And I also like your tallying the wins because I do think a lot of times we hyper-focus on the things that we missed or we messed up and that can get in our heads. Um, and we always want to be perfect. Like we want to have perfect days, but if you can at least see some of the wins, you know, maybe you didn't get your 10 tallies, maybe you got eight. Um, you still are winning in some aspects. And I think that is continuing, that's more motivating, uh, to continue forward, to try the next day, uh, versus feeling like you're focused on those two tallies that you missed. You feel like you lost and it's, it takes a little bit more like oomph to keep going. I think after that. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So number four is planning out your day for success. And I alluded to this in the last point when I talked about planning your day, um, whether it be in contest prep And you're super, super busy and you're trying to fit in all of the things like it's so important that you're not playing Tetris with your macros, that you're planning out the day before you're prepping your food ahead of time, maybe on the weekend or something so that you have access to good, wholesome foods that are going to, you know, take you towards your goals. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think the more you can make things easier on your willpower in terms of like making sure that that stuff set out when you're well rested and you're not stressed and then planning ahead so that when you are stressed or you are tired it's an automatic habit like you're not having to make like use the brain power to yeah. decide on something else where you're going to be tempted
1: yeah I think the, the uh, big part of the script being able to plan ahead, um, and I think bodybuilding in particular takes a lot of orient and knowing what you're doing next, it's because it all builds upon each other. Everything's connected. So, like even like in your, you know, talking about your guiding phase or your reverse phase, but even to the small details like uh, actual. You know, with my my salt, eating afterwards? It's really oh, choppy.
0: Yeah. We, we're only hearing like oh. every other word. I'm sorry. Can are you oh, still there?
1: Yeah.
0: No. <clears throat> can you hear me? Um. It's really. Oh. It sounds like a robot a little bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll come back to you. I'm gonna. I'm going to go on with number five and then hopefully we'll get a better connection. Okay. So number five is create more accountability and while you know your why and you know that you, you know, it's ultimately going to come down to you executing this plan and doing the things that are required. Um, it's going to be, you're going to need somebody to, Hold you accountable, um, whether it be because you're too critical or you're not critical enough, you've got prep goggles, or you're just like, kind of like, oh, well, it won't really matter. I'm in the improvement season if I have this cookie or a brownie. Um, you know, sticking to a plan and executing, it's really important that you have somebody else that's going to, um, you know, hold you accountable. And then also be able to support you when you do have these off-track moments and things. Um, Somebody that's an outside eye that's able to adjust your plan um, so that maybe, you know, maybe right now it's not working within your life and they have a better strategy that's going to help you be more successful Um, or set you up in a a different program that maybe you'll have a better chance at executing and feeling like you have found success. Um, Obviously... A coach is an obvious one that would be great for this uh, because you check in with them. They monitor your progress. They adjust your plan. But other things too is just like scheduling a workout with a friend. Um, Maybe it's, you know, text messaging a friend and letting them know like what you're, how you did at the end of the day. I know I have a client right now. She's been emailing me on Thursdays because Thursdays are her really difficult days where she tends to go off track, um, she's deep in her improvement season. So she'll email me and like let me know how it goes at the end of it, um, and or message me like in the portal, whatever you want to call it. Um, and mm-hmm. then some people have, I know team members on our team, um, they have like reached out to each other on social media or um, within the group me and formed uh, friendships and accountability partners there. So I think it's good to have a community to have a coach, to have like a social network of people that support your goals and, um, you know, to be able to, to lean on those people when the going gets tough. I think you said all of that wonderfully. Is it better? Yeah, I can hear you a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. our
1: cable person came back. We've been dealing with this cable. So I think he interrupted the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that guys. Thank you for being patient. No, that's Um, totally
0: fine. Yeah. So did you have anything to add on either of those two points before we move on?
1: um, Yeah. My only point about like planning out, it was just to take care of like the small details, even at like what you're going to eat after a show, you know, like strategizing with your coach, you know, I just try and educate people to make sure that you have like a meal, like something nourishing your body's going to need that after a tiresome show day um versus just trying to eat like a bunch of sugary candy and snacks uh so like planning in that aspect and then also like certain people have different expectations of what the day after the show should be like um and so like really formulating a plan and talking with the client on um what we want to do with their nutrition so that they mentally feel like they have a break but that we also put some parameters and boundaries around Um, not going super crazy and then them either getting sick or not feeling well like we want to protect the client in um, in in all different facets and aspects so like planning all of those things out I've learned has been really important to make sure that people know what to expect and they're equipped and you have a plan in place so that you know if you love to go out go out to brunch like you're making sure you're going out with your family to brunch the next day and you're not just waking up wondering what you want to do and eating everything that pops into your head so um that was kind of the thing but I loved your accountability piece too I think that has been a huge especially for people who are um like externally motivated I think having another person that is in the same grind as you or having a coach that's understanding really does make a huge difference in making you feel like supported to be able to keep going because it is hard the sport's really hard absolutely takes a village
0: <laughs> yes so with that we hope these were helpful in you getting back on track and uh, we are found on instagram at prep life podcast or at glam girl bikini if you would like to let us know what you thought of the the episode and tag us on your story we would sure appreciate it any sort of reading and reviews are always appreciated as well we like to keep this an ad-free podcast and that's just our way of um, asking you to pay it forward to other people that are interested in similar topics so that they can find us if you would like to apply for your unicorn prep you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button to apply we are always looking for hard-working uh um, that are looking (laughs) for their unicorn prep. And this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my fabulous co-host.
1: And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach, and and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.